Thanks for joining us for today's message. We are always so encouraged to hear how God is working through this ministry to change lives. If you have a story to share about how God has worked in your life, then let us know by sending us an email to mystory@timberlakechurch.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by giving online at timberlakechurch.com give. Enjoy the message. Yeah, I don't know about you. I'm looking forward to Christmas. Love the decorations, the music, uh, obviously uh, services, time with friends and family, the meals, all of that. But what do kids look forward to primarily? Yeah, the presents, they do. Uh, We had a great present that was given to us. We were gone this last week uh, on vacation, checking out colleges uh, with one of my daughters. And then uh, we were going to go to Disneyland. We we lived in uh, California, Arizona for about 16 years. So we went to Disneyland quite a bit. It's been a tradition for our family. A friend of mine caught wind of this and said, hey, uh, let me connect you up. Uh, with a mutual friend who I I sort of knew but didn't know all that well. Uh, And he said, uh, he can get you into Club 33 at Disneyland. And if you know anything about Disney, uh, Club 33 is this exclusive club that takes a long time and connections and a lot of money to get into. All three things were sort of missing. And but I thought that this would be really great. It really wasn't on our bucket list, honestly, because we just never thought we'd uh, get into Club 33. So we're there uh, the, the day of, we're, we're excited, and uh, I'd never seen Disneyland more busy. And in fact, Disneyland ran out of parking that day. There was no parking at Disney. They were shuttling people from a mall uh, a mile or two away uh, so you could get into Disney. And see, here's a problem with Club 33. Uh, it's, you have to be on the waiting list, all of that got the rules about what to wear, and they said you can't be late. And in fact, if you're late, you lose your reservation. And so I'm getting pretty nervous, and we're uh, riding the, uh, the, the bus to Disney, and I'm afraid we're going to be late. And I'm like, hey, we are not going to miss this experience. And so uh, I'm, I'm talking with my wife and my daughters, and I'm prepping them. I'm like, hey, this is not where we saunter. This is not where we look cool. We are going to run because this is going to be fun today. And uh, so, uh, so I got them all hyped up and we're, we're ready. And then I get a call from the person who's hosting us and he says, uh, hey, I'm running a little bit late. I'm like, oh, so we're not going to, I said, okay. He says, well, just meet me over there. And he described where it was. It's like this door that all it has is a 33 next to it. And uh, well, we were suppo- you're supposed to wait for the person who's actually the member. He's a member there. And, uh, but I decided, hey, you know, I'll just go ahead and ring the doorbell. What are they going to do? Not invite me back? <laughs> I'm never going back again a- anyway. So I ring the doorbell and uh, th- someone comes down and they said, uh, they talked about our host and said, he had said that he's running late. Why don't you just come on in? I'm like, okay, this is great. And we go to this beautiful courtyard, and there's uh, people serving you and drinks, and it's just a gorgeous, beautiful day. And I'm sort of feeling like, you know, God, I think I'm made for this thing. This, uh, I, I really am. Uh, well, our host is not only late, he's significantly late. I mean, he's more than 20 minutes late. And I'm like, okay, 
This is like reading about the, the temple in the Old Testament. You know, there's sections to the temple. There's, uh, you know, the, uh, the outer court, the court of the Gentiles and the Holy of Holies. And I'm like, I'm going to live life in the court of the Gentiles at Club 33. And so I'm really never going to make it in. But to my surprise, when he came, uh, we not only got in, everybody knew his name there. And in fact, they said, uh, oh, don't worry about being late. We have your table, and we reserved your table for you. I'm like, not only did we get in after we were late, he has a table at Club 33. I don't have a table at Burger King. And so, uh, so this is a big deal for me. So, so we go in, and we have this incredible meal, super expensive. Money's no object because I didn't have to pay for it. And so uh, it was uh, really a, a, lot of, a lot of fun. And I mean, this is a big deal for me because I'm not even like a true East Sider. I, I mean, I'm from Tacoma. Uh, I'm not even from Tacoma. I'm from Lakewood. Uh, you know, which maybe you've seen on Cops, but most people haven't been there. So this is like this incredible meal. We're there for two hours, and that would have been enough. You know, like someone like me going to something like this, I thought was pretty special. But then he said, I have a special, a special surprise for you, and I'm going to do something special for you, and, uh, but, you know, I don't want you to tell anyone. I said, I won't share it with any more than like maybe 3,000 people this weekend. And so, uh, so uh, I'm going to share what happened. Uh, there, he said, I've got you a guide. And I'm like, oh, we're going to go on a tour of Disneyland. I'm expecting a big group. And no, it wasn't a guide for a group. It was a guide for us. It was a special VIP tour. Uh, of Disneyland. And, and this person, I'm like, how long is this going to last? No, this person is with you all day. This is, they're, they're with you. Uh, never seen Disneyland more crowded. And here's what it was. It's like having a human fast pass. Because when you're with this person, this special host, you, not, uh, you go to the front of the line. Uh, every time. So there are people there, and I really felt, because there are hundreds, maybe a thousand people in line, and, and I felt bad for them, like I almost didn't want to go to the front of the line. <laughs> almost. And uh, <laughs> so, so we're going, like literally, I've never seen more people, and have never, we've never gone on more rides at Disneyland, and I, I didn't know about this thing. Uh, I looked it up later. I mean, actually, you know, we could have just given us a car for what, what the price was for this deal, and it was just uh, incredible. We were going on uh, the Jungle Cruise for example, and when we go on the Jungle Cruise, we go up with a guide, and the guide sees that we're part of the special group, and uh, says, oh, will your party require a private boat? And I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, what do you think? I'm going to go with these peasants, you know? Uh, so, uh, I mean, it is just, uh, just an incredible experience for us because we're like one of those geeky Disney uh, families, and, and, and we've done that uh, before. And, and they have, you know, the parade. We don't even stay for the parade or the fireworks. We did this night because, uh, you, know, you know how you can't see things and it's so crowded? I always saw that there's like the perfect seating, that special section roped off with guards, and I'm like, who's that for? It was for us. <laughs> and, uh, 
uh, it was just great, and, and uh, we were able, to, when, it's funny when you get all the, you know, the people out of the way, it's, it's just wonderful. We saw it from a whole different perspective, and they have the fake snow coming down on you, and uh, we've been at Disneyland lots, 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 uh, but uh, never really seen it from that perspective. Uh, before, because evidently, I, we talked to the tour guide, and who usually goes on this? She said, well, we have a lot of royalty from the Middle East, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Hollywood celebrities, and pastors from Redmond, Washington. And uh, <laughs> so uh, it was such a special perspective. Here's, here's, here's what we're doing today. Uh, this is a week before Christmas. So you're like, you're like the Marine Corps of Christianity. You know you're coming back next week and you're still at church uh, today. And so what I want to do, and by the way, if you're like new to Christianity, next week's a big deal, you are coming back. And so uh, uh, we, we're going to look at Christmas, one of the, the accounts, and hopefully you will get a, a different perspective, uh, not just on what happened historically, but what that means personally for you. So, so if you look at the Bible, uh, the Bible's an incredible uh, uh, book uh, to read, and there's so much about that, but the Bible has it, four accounts of Jesus' life. In fact, it takes up most of the newer part of the Bible, the New Testament. And people want, why are there four different stories? And some of them seem to include things and exclude other things. It's because they're speaking to a different audience. Sort of uh, like if you told a story and I told a story. It would, be, it would be a little bit different based on who we were talking to in our own personality. So you have the Gospel of Matthew, which is written to Jewish people. Most, most people at the time who were uh, checking out Jesus were Jews. And so it's how Jesus fulfilled the 300 prophecies of the coming of the Messiah. And he's saying, hey, see that it happened just like the Scripture said it would happen. And the Gospel of John is uh, really from the cosmic perspective. It's centered around seven miracles. And he says, the Gospel of John is great. He tells you why he wrote the book. He says, I've written these things so that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and that you might have life in his name. And so that's John's perspective. And then Mark is written from the perspective of the Apostle Peter. There's not a lot about the birth of Christ. He wasn't there. And Luke Luke has written to a different group of people. It's written primarily to uh, Gentiles, non-Jewish people. And people who thought that they were excluded from God's plan, if that God really had shown up and, uh, to uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they're like, well, I'm not part of that clan or tribe, so am I still included? And so Luke is speaking specifically to that. And so I think that's why he includes a couple things we might not see elsewhere. And we're going to look at one of those accounts today because I think it's important. We're looking at the topic of joy. And we all, you know, the, you know it's great to have joy when we see the cute kids uh, singing up front. And that's, you know, that great sentiment. But what about that personal joy? That joy that happens despite what might be going on in my life in yours. Jesus came, that was one of the purposes. Uh, we read uh, in Luke 1.14, he will be a joy and a delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. As the angel uh, announces that, and we, we've talked about angels before, and if you're, you know, they're uh, really incredible uh, manifestations of God's power, not precious moment figurines. And so uh, in that, 
there's this joy, but can, is that real? So how does that happen when things are working counter to that? Because uh, we all have joy killers in our life, uh, things that really can uh, work against that. Some of the things I, I was thinking about, one is anger. Hard to be joyful and angry at the same time. Some of us, we're angry at our situation, we're angry at a person, we may be even angry at God. And that anger can be a joy killer. And then there's stress.
Thank you for listening to the Timberlake Church podcast. Stay connected with us by visiting TimberlakeChurch.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook.